Hello and welcome to Wagner Sports Talk. The date today is Thursday, April 9th. And you can email us with any questions at wagnersportstalk at gmail.com. That's wagnersportstalk at gmail.com. And you can follow the Twitter account, which is at wagnersportstlk. That's W-A-G-N-E-R-S-P-O-R-T-S-T-L-K. And today, I will be talking about who is the best current baseball player. But today, we just have the first couple rounds, and I'll be going through bracket one and two. There are 16 brackets of 16 players. So... There are really a ton of players we have here. That's, um, let me look up how many players that truly is. 16 times 16. We have 256 players, and we have one giant tournament, and I'll be determining who the best baseball player is. So we'll dive right into it. Here is bracket one. So the first matchup is number one, Mike Trout. Versus number 16, Hunter Renfro. Let's all be honest, This is a, that's an easy one to decide. I mean, there's really no question there. Um, that one's easy for Mike Trout. He'll move on to the second round. So the next matchup is number 8, Mitch Garver. Versus number 9, Sean Doolittle. And just the way that Mitch Garver can hit... He's um the Twins catcher for those who don't know. Um he just the way he hits um as a catcher is amazing. He batted uh his batting average last year was 273 and he hit th- 31 home runs, which is crazy considering he only played in 93 games. That's that's almost a home run every 3 games. Which is just absolutely insane. And no slight to Sean Doolittle. He's also a great player. I mean, he um, was a key part in that World Series run last year for the Nationals. Just a great reliever. In 2018, his ERA was 1.6. And in, um, uh, sorry, 2019, his ERA was 4.05. But he's still just a great player. And just to be clear, the way I'll be doing this is which player would I want on my team for this upcoming season? That's the way that I'll be determining which player will be moving on. So so that will have... So then we'll have Mike Trout and Mitch Garver facing off next round. But continuing down the bracket, we have um, number five, Chris Davis, versus number 12, Hunter Pence. And just to be clear, that's Chris Davis with a K, the one that plays for the Athletics. So in this matchup, I had um, Chris Davis hitting. It's just crazy how much power this guy hits for every season. He's a very consistent player. He's going to put up the solid stats every year. I mean, he hit he only hit 23 home runs last year, but the year before he hit 48. So he's always going to be a solid player on your team. Um so the next matchup is Wilson Contreras versus Jesus Lazardo. Um 
For those who don't know, Jesus Lazardo is an up-and-coming prospect for the Athletics. He's a um, young pitcher, and he's really played well. But I'm going to have to give this to Contreras because um, there's not many great catchers right now. And so that's what Contreras provides. So I have him moving forward. So it'll be Contreras and Davis matching up. So then the next matchup I have on here is Miguel and Duhar and James McCann, which this was a really tough matchup. Both Miguel and Duhar and James McCann are both great players. I mean, James McCann, he has the position advantage being a catcher. Miguel and Duhar didn't play many games last year for the Yankees, but 2018 he played a full season and he batted 297, which is that's crazy um, considering he's uh, on a dominant team too like that. Um, but this... I'm going to give it to Miguel and Duhar, this matchup, but that's that's nothing against James McCann. This was actually a really tough matchup for me. I went back and forth, but I decided that Miguel and Duhar would um, move on in that matchup. So the next matchup we have is Noah Syndergaard versus Albert Almora. So in this matchup, I obviously went with Syndergaard, um, just dominant pitcher, I mean, his ERA last year was 4.28, but the year before was 3.03. Last year was a tough year for him, but I think he'll um, he'll be back this year and he'll have a really good year this year. Um, so after that matchup, we have Mike Moustakis versus Madison Bumgarner. And for those who don't know, Mike Moustakis has been playing really well in these like past couple seasons, and I think he's been over like, way overlooked um, when it comes to the stats that he puts up every year. I mean, um, he he's batting um, 254, but that's with 35 home runs. And his war, which is wins above replacement, which pretty means pretty much means how many wins he add he would add to a team, and that's 2.8, which is a pretty high number. So, um, uh, just a great player, and his on base percentage is uh three twenty nine he just he hits solid and he hits for power, so he got that um that matchup win against Madison Bumgardner, who recently has had some rough years, so it's tough to say that a guy who used to be dominant I'll take him for my next year's team because he hasn't shown that he can do it recently. So next next matchup is um Aaron Judge versus Reese Hoskins and I mean Aaron Judge you just got to take him for his pure power hitting. He like his rookie year he absolutely dominated because the way he hits for power is crazy and he still is able to have a pretty high batting average as well. He um his batting average was 272 last season and the year prior 278 and he's hit um 27 home runs those past two years these past two years he's just a crazy hitter so he gets uh the win in that matchup so we're now on to the next round it's um number one seed Mike Trout versus number eight seed Mitch Garver Mitch Garver great player it's it's tough to 
it's not really tough to decide because you have Mike Trout, though. But he's just crazy good. I mean, just let's just look at Trout's stats. He and it's consistency too that comes from him. So that's why I would pick him for my team. Yeah, he batted two ninety one last year with forty five home runs. Like that's crazy. You wouldn't think of him as like some insane power hitter, but he just he does it every year. It's uh crazy the way that he hits. And the year before that he hit three twelve and his average over his career is three oh five. So just a really consistent player. Uh so he gets the nod over Mitch Garver Mitch Garver. Um, so the next matchup I have is Wilson Contreras versus Chris Davis with the K. Um, and I went with Chris Davis because just the way he hits for power, I'll take that on my team all day. Contreras, yes, he has that uh, position advantage of catcher, but I would rather have Chris Davis. So then we move on to number six, Miguel and Duhar versus number three, Noah Syndergaard. I have um, Miguel and Duhar winning this matchup just because I think last year he didn't play many games, but I think this year he'll have a uh, comeback season and he'll play really well. Um, And I just think he has a really solid career ahead of him too as well. Um, So then, then he'll move on. And so the next matchup, and that's nothing against Noah Syndergaard. Once again, great pitcher. I would just rather have Andujar because Syndergaard also had a rough season last year. So the next matchup, I have Aaron Judge versus Mike Moustakis. And in that uh, power-hitting battle, I took Aaron Judge just because he'll hit for more power. He's more um, solid of a all-around hitter than Mike Moustakis. So then we have Mike Trout versus Chris Davis in a uh, semifinal match in this bracket. Um, I had Mike Trout. Just obvious choice. He's just absolute beast at the plate. And then uh, the six versus two matchup is um, in Duhar versus Judge. And Judge took that. And um, just because, that once again, the pure power hitting. And so... In that uh, championship, we had Mike Trout versus Aaron Judge, and Mike Tr- I have Mike Trout winning that. Just all around great player. He can truly do anything you need, and um, so yeah, he'll move on to the Sweet Sixteen of the full bracket. So then now we move on to bracket number two. The first matchup is Cody Bellinger. Versus Mitch Moreland, one versus sixteen seed. Um, obviously, you have to take Cody Ballinger. Just an absolute beast at the plate. This year, he batted three hundred five average, um, and his home runs were tally. He tallied forty seven home runs, which is just crazy. That's like. That's an insane number. And when you divide that by his um, games that he's played, which was 156 last year, um, you just get a crazy number of um, of home runs per at-bats. And, yeah, it's almost every three at-bats he gets a home run, which is crazy. I mean, he's just an absolute beast, and that's why he gets that um, – 
why he moves on. Wait, not at not per at bat. I meant three per game is what I meant. Um, but still, that's a crazy number. Uh, and so the next matchup: Adam Eaton versus Cody Bellinger. Or sorry, Adam Eaton versus Brad Hand. I have um, Adam Eaton, Eaton moving on in this. Um, moving on in that matchup, but that's a really difficult matchup. You have a guy like Adam Eaton who hits around 280 every year, which is crazy. And then you have a guy like Brad Hand, who I believe was a um, all-star last year. Just a great closer for the Indians. And it hurts for me not to move an Indian on. But, um, yeah, I I give that matchup to Adam Eaton. So then the next matchup you have Charlie Blackman versus Scott Oberg. Both, I, I got to say, both great players. I mean... I can't believe that I have this as a uh, 5-12 matchup. But looking at Charlie Blackman, he batted 3-14 this past season. He, amazing player. So I give him the nod over Scott Oberg. But great reliever you have in Scott Oberg. I would take. I would definitely take him on my team. But it's it's hard to have him over a guy like Charlie Blackman. I mean, Oberg... His ERA last year was 2.25, which is crazy coming out of the bullpen. So, the next matchup we have is Josh Hader versus Frankie Montas. And, I mean, Frankie Montas is a good pitcher, but you have to give that to Josh Hader. I mean, I think he's the best reliever in baseball, no question. But it's hard with relievers because they aren't going to pitch that often for you. So... But he gets the nod in this one. Uh, great pitcher, Josh Ader. Um So then I have 6 versus 11. Uh, Jose Martinez versus Austin Romine. I have to take Martinez. He's not a great, not a good fielder whatsoever. But um, just the way he hits is amazing. You have to take him for that pure hitting talent. And so that's why I have um, Jose Martinez Winning that matchup, but Austin Romine also still a solid hitter, but just not as good as Jose Martinez. And Jose Martinez is still on the rise, so I think he'll hit even better this year. So next you have up uh, JT Real Muto versus Luis Castillo. It feels bad having uh, Luis Castillo this low. Um, he's a pitcher for the for the Reds, but I have to move on Real Muto because. These past two years, he's hit um, around 275 with um, around 25 homers, which is just crazy as a catcher because catchers are getting worse at hitting now, and they aren't meant to be hitters. But JT Realmuto can still get it done at the plate, and I mean that's why I have him for his that he's that position and is that um, great of a player still. So then I next I have Nick Senzel. A seven seed versus ten seed Blake Trinan. I ended up moving on Trinan in this matchup, just because I mean, in at the on the Athletics um, in 2018, he had a .78 ERA. So this year it wasn't as good. He had a four nine one, but I still think that you can have him on your team because. Hopefully he bounces somewhere in between there this year. 
But a .78, you just can't, that can't be overlooked. That's crazy. So I have um, Blake Trinan beating Nick Senzel. But Nick Senzel, if this was like over multiple seasons, I'd definitely take him for the future he has in the MLB. And so the last matchup of the first round in this bracket, um, it's Jose Altuve versus Andrew McCutcheon. And Jose Altuve, even with the cheating scandal, I mean, still just a great hitter. Hits for average every year, and um, it's amazing the way he's able to be so consistent, consistent. so I have him moving on in that matchup. So next, we have uh, Cody Bellinger, number one Cody Bellinger, versus number nine Adam Eaton. In this matchup, I have um, Cody Bellinger moving on. Just like I said before, great hitter. Uh, I'm sure he'll... Um, I'm sure he's reached somewhere around his peak of hitting, but I'm sure that line will flatten out right now and he'll continue hitting like that for a couple years to come. So I have no doubt in him next year. I definitely put him on my team. So Cody Ballinger will um, take that matchup against Adam Eaton, who's still a great hitter, Adam Eaton, um, but I got to go with Cody Ballinger there. So a five versus four seed uh, matchup: Charlie Blackman versus Josh Hader. I've got to go with Josh Hader. Um, Blackman, great hitter. Uh, not taking anything away from him, but just the dominance that Hader has. Um, it just he can go out there in any situation and is able to get it done. And for that reason, I have him moving on. And also, his whip, which is walks plus hits divided by innings pitched, is under one, which means he throws he throws some innings where he just doesn't allow a hit or a walk, which is crazy. But his ERA is 2.62, which is a little scary, which means he's allowing up allowing a fair amount of home runs, but still a great uh, guy coming out of the bullpen. So then the next matchup is Jose Martinez versus JT Real Muto. Real Muto is a, um, that's a three versus six uh, seed matchup. And Real Muto is still a little better of a hitter. And he's playing at catcher. So you definitely have to go with uh, JT Real Muto moving on in that uh, matchup. That's just a favorable matchup for him. So then you have um, the last one of the second round in this bracket. Um, you have number 10, Blake Trinan, versus uh, number 2, Jose Altuve. Um, you have to move on Altuve just because the way he's able to hit at a consistent rate, you got to move him on to the semifinals of this bracket. So you have Bellinger versus Josh Hader. Uh, you got to go with Bellinger. Just, I've said it before, I'll say it again, great hitter, almost I'm. I don't think Josh Hader could stop him. I mean, I'm just gonna say that Bellinger over Hader. So then we have a three versus two matchup of JT Real Muto versus Jose Altuve. I mean, this is a really difficult matchup. It's hard to pick either of them, but I have to go with Real Muto just because of the position he's at. Um, but both great hitters. Um, and Real Muto, the way he hits for a catcher, I've said it before. Um, it, just you got to move him on for that alone. 
So then you have, in the finals of this bracket, you have Bellinger versus Real Muto. Um, I got to give it to Bellinger. Just, I mean, the way he hits is crazy. He was, um, I'm not sure if he won the um, NL uh, MVP. I believe he won it over uh, Yelich last year, but I'm not 100% sure. But, I mean, everyone loves this guy, Ballinger. Um, just great hitter. So he's going to move on to the Sweet 16. All right, that's it for today's episode. But tomorrow I'll be back with brackets three and four to talk about. So uh, tune in tomorrow. Thank you for listening.